Chief Inspector West. Calling Chief Inspector West. Stand by for West. A crime file based on John Creasy's novel, Battle for Inspector West. Dramatized for radio by Morris Travers. Battle for Inspector West, starring Patrick Allen as Chief Inspector Roger West of Scotland Yard and Sarah Lawson as his wife Janet. Part three, Shadow on a Millionaire. I tell you, I did exactly as you told me, Morley. I swear it. I didn't breathe a word to West about your phone call. Then how is it that he's here, somewhere out there on Waterloo Station? I don't know. I lost him back in Salisbury, I'm sure of it. Obviously you didn't. Well, what makes you so dead certain? You haven't seen him here yourself. Simply because some scruffy character comes sliding into the bar, slips you a dirty scrap of paper. He was one of Corrosian's men, Mr. Grant, and the orders from Corrosian were unmistakable. If the police are brought into this, Christine will pay for it. My daughter will pay with her life. I didn't bring them in. Well, there's only one thing to be done now. We must call the whole thing off. You must go back to Uplands. Go back? Yes, that's the answer. If you return to Dorset to the hotel, Inspector West will follow. That will make it clear to Corrosian that you didn't involve the police deliberately. And then he'll do nothing to my Christine. Your Christine? It's a little late to be playing the devoted father, isn't it? But not too late. She's your wife, but she's my daughter too, Mr. Grant. How else do you think Corrosian could have forced me into doing all this? Do you think a prison cell alters a man's feelings for his own flesh and blood? Morley, look in the doorway. He's back. Well, it is the same man, isn't it, who gave you the note? What the devil does he want now? Excuse me again, Jen, sir. I haven't come back for another handout, though. I only wanted to uh, wait five minutes. Found a way to fix the bogey. Keep him too busy to bother with you two. Five minutes. Okay. So, uh, thanks again, Gov. Uh, one of the right sort. That's what you are. Morley, what? It seems there is a way out for us after all. We do as he said. Wait here for five minutes and then go. And you'll be able to follow the remainder of your instructions. Oh, what on earth has he got to? Jan, oh. Janet, over here. Oh, thank heavens, darling. I've been looking everywhere. Roger, what's happened to your face? Look at your jacket. I ran into a spot of bother. Uh, did you manage to overhear anything between young Grant and Arthur Morley? Well, they know you're here, Roger. That's why I left the bar to warn you. Well, you needn't bother, Jan. I worked that out for myself. Oh, how? Jan, who came into the bar and talked to Grant and Morley? Some kind of tramp. He came in twice. But how did you know that? I'll tell you later. The main thing is, did you hear any instructions from Morley about Grant's next move? Only one thing. Well? Grant was to take the tube to Victoria Station. Victoria? Right, come on. Where are we going? Out to Station Approach Road. I asked for a couple of patrol cars to wait there. But don't you want me to go back into the bar? I might be able to hear more. And not tonight, Jan, my girl. Those two will have gone by this time anyway. Well, how can you be sure? A little bird told me. A yobbo bird. Or three of them, to be precise. What are you talking about? A minor skirmish with the three yobbos I mentioned. Uh, hence my face and this tear in my jacket. Yes, what happened exactly? Well, these three characters bumped into me, started a punch-up. Didn't last long, and I rather think they got a little more than they bargained for. But the trick worked just the same. Trick? Well, don't you see it, Jan? All accidentally, on purpose. While I was otherwise engaged, Grant and Morley have enough time to nip out of the bar without being spotted. Oh, Corrosion's organization is working a treat. Oh, darling, I'm sorry. I should never have come out of the bar. Well, don't expect me to blame you for that, after all. If a wife won't worry about her husband, who will, then? Ah, there are the cars. 
So, where to now? Victoria? Not for me, but not for you. You can pack off home. Uh, You've done your bit and done it nobly. But, Roger, uh, I... Uh, you heard me. I'll call the yard and get every plainclothesman they can spare over to Victoria Station to keep a watch on Morley and Grant's movements. A constable, this is my wife. Take her home, will you? Chelsea, Bell Street. Right, Inspector. Bye, Jan. Bye, darling. Good luck. I'm going to need it. You and I are going to Victoria, my lad. Come on, put your foot down. Yes, sir. This is it now, Mr. Grant. Victoria. Are you getting out here too? No, I stay on the tube. I've done my part. From now on, you're on your own. You know what to do, but remember, we were lucky to get away from West. Don't do anything careless now. I won't. What happens at the other end, Morley? After I've got to East Croydon? Simply wait outside the station there for your next contact. Go on now before the door's shut. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Evening, sir. What? Oh, uh, Porter, good evening. Uh, can I help you, sir? Seeing you walking up and down. If you're after a taxi... No, uh, no, I'm waiting for friends to collect me. Uh, oh, a uh, car coming now, sir. Uh, that'll be your friends, I expect. Why don't they dim those headlights? Blinder man. Night, sir. Night, Porter. Mr. Grant? What? Get in quickly, please. Well, I... I wasn't expecting a lady, or a Rolls complete with chauffeur. Into the back here, hurry. How could I possibly refuse such a charming invitation? All right, Hendricks, drive on. Now, who are you, and where are we going? Ask no questions, Mr. Grant. Make no trouble. That is, if you wish to see your wife again. Is that where you're taking me, to see Chris? Sit back, Mr. Grant. Relax. And in case you have any reckless thoughts in your head, I must tell you I'm holding a gun. Are you also going to tell me your name? My name is Julietta. Julietta what? Julietta is as much as you need to know. I see. Is there any objection to my smoking, Miss Julietta, if it is, Miss? It is. There is no objection. Thank you. Cigarette, or perhaps you don't? Not at this moment. Ah. Mr. Grant, the match. Hmm? Oh, damn! Did you burn your finger? You find that funny, do you? It is you I find funny. And also very obvious. Obvious? You didn't want a cigarette. Only an excuse to light the match so that you could see me. I hope you are not disappointed. Oh, you're a, you're a very striking young woman. No two ways about that. Or about the gun in your hand. Did you doubt that I had it? I never trouble to lie, Mr. Grant. 
In that, I'm like Corrosian. You talk as if you know him very well. I do. Certainly well enough to say that if you do anything stupid, your beautiful wife will not remain beautiful. She will find herself wishing she had never heard the name of Michael Grant. You... If he's touched her, if that swine's laid so much as a finger on Chris... You will do what? Please tell me. I'd be interested to know. What do you imagine you can do against such a man as Corrosian? You're helpless. Sit back, Mr. Grant. Sit still. Smoke your cigarette. That is all you can do. What you are told. No more and no less. Chetworth speaking. Uh, Roger West here, sir. Huh. All right. Let's have it, Roger. What's going on? Oh, not very much. Looks like we've come to a full stop, period. Have you lost Grant? As of this moment, yes. Uh, one of the chaps at Victoria got onto his tracks. We know Grant took a train for East Croydon, so I came straight down here. I found a porter who saw a Rolls-Royce pick him up. Mm-hmm. I've got onto the local police, uh, organised the Sussex, Surrey and Kent police to cooperate. Radio cars are out watching all the possible roads, but uh, I can't say I fancy our chances, sir. It's a hell of an area to cover, especially at night. Well, what do you propose to do now? Pack it in? No, sir. I should have known better than to ask, I suppose. I may as well see the rest of the night out. Never can tell. Maybe the age of miracles isn't quite over. Well, I know very little about miracles, but I do know it was Thomas Edison who said genius is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. He might equally well have been referring to police work, eh, Roger? Mm. Good night. Is everything all right, Hendricks? Yes, fine. What was all that for? Why did you stop? A last-minute precaution, Mr. Grant. To be sure that we are not followed, since we are so near our destination. And where's that? Be patient. Let us wait until we arrive. You're enjoying this, aren't you? You and Corrosian are two of a kind, right enough. You get a kick out of keeping people on the rack. At least tell me if I'm going to see Chris. That's the only thing I care about. Well, it can't hurt you to tell me that, can it? It really matters so much. How strange to hold so much feeling for someone else. What the hell's strange about it? What kind of a woman are you? We've had just one day of our honeymoon, Chris and I, and your friend Corrosian turned even those first few hours into a nightmare. What's he done to her? Where's he got her? She has not been harmed. Her father told you so. It is the truth. Julietta. What's Corrosian want? Is it money? He can have every penny I've got. I'm worth near enough to a million. He does not want your money, Mr. Grant. Then what? Sheer revenge, is that it? Because I put a stop to his blackmail of my father? You will know very soon. We're turning off the road? Yes. We have arrived, Mr. Grant. Wait a minute. That line of poplars... This driveway... Does it seem familiar? Yes, but... That's crazy. It couldn't be. In a moment, you will see the house. There, in the car headlights. This isn't possible. But it is. Your father's house. The home of Sir Mortimer Grant.
You go into that room, Mr. Grant. There, to your right, at the foot of the staircase. I don't need to tell you what room it is, do I? You know this house better than I do. Who's in there? Who would you expect? It is your father's study. Dad's here? But why is the place practically in darkness and... Well, where's all the household staff? Ask your questions in the study, Mr. Grant. I'll do just that. Dad! Well, Michael? Dad, what the blazes goes on here? Would you, uh, would you like a drink? I'd like to know what's going on. Is Chris here, in this house? No, Mr. Grant. What the? Corrosion. Do you never look behind you on entering a room? Dad, what's he doing here? My kids. Please go on, Sir Mortimer. I think your son deserves an explanation. Well, Dad? I'm sorry, boy. The fact of it is, he carries too many guns for me. For you, too. We have to do what he says, Mike. What are you talking about? I settled all that nearly a year ago. Got all the stuff he had against you out of his flat. Not all of it, Mr. Grant. What? Your frontal assault on my apartment could not be accurately described as an outright victory. Much as I regret to diminish your heroic stature, at least in your own eyes, if no others, I must tell you that the evidence you obtained was only a part of the whole. Dad, is he telling the truth? I never lie. Dad. Yes. Yes, it's true. Every word. The status quo has been restored. Your father once more takes his instructions from me. Indeed, he has been doing so ever since my return to England. Why didn't you tell me this, Dad? What would have been the use, my boy? Very well, that will do, Sir Mortimer. You are allowed to go. Yes. Yes, all right. I'm sorry, Mike, but you see how it is. I trust that you do indeed see how it is, Mr. Grant. Corrosion, what's to stop me putting my hands round your throat right this minute and choking the life out of you? Not a thing in the world, with the possible exception of your wife. You... Where is she? Safe, for the moment. All right. What do you want? A brandy would be pleasant, I think. A poor one for me and for yourself, of course. I said, what do you want, Corrosion? And I have told you. I'm waiting, Mr. Grant. You... For my brandy. There it is. I would prefer you to hand it to me. All right. Thank you. Now, what do you want out of me? That girl, Julietta, said it wasn't money. Perfectly true. Not money and not revenge. I uh, find myself in a forgiving frame of mind. Your father has learned his lesson, as you saw. He is quite content to obey me. As for you, I am prepared, as I said, to forget your gallant effort on his behalf. What's past is past. I am concerned far more with the future. And it involves me? In a way. You and your wife are a part of it. A small part, but not unimportant. Incidentally, she's charming. I like her. Corrosion. Oh, reassure yourself. She's quite unblemished. I cannot guarantee that state of affairs to endure, however, unless, like your father, you obey me in every particular. Well, what do I have to do? Nothing too arduous. 
Simply return to Uplands and stay there until further orders. You made me come all this way from Dorset just to send me back there? I made you come all this way from Dorset so that you could receive a full and explicit appreciation of the situation. I've got that all right. I should also explain to you that if I judge it necessary, an attempt may be made at Uplands to kill you. Kill me? I said an attempt. You won't be hurt in any way. But if I decide it should take place, I shall expect you to react in the appropriate manner, to be very frightened, very worried. I don't get this. I'm supposed to go back to the hotel, stay there like a sitting duck and yell blue murder if someone uses me for a target? What's it all in aid of? My plans at this stage call for a decoy, a sitting duck, as you so neatly put it. You should fill the role excellently. But why? What is it you're planning? That has nothing to do with you. But it is something rather interesting. Now, you understand quite clearly what I require of you. I think so. Be absolutely sure, Grant. Yes, all right. Damn you, I'll do what you say. That's better. Now, when can I see Chris? I will decide that when the time comes. Ah, Julietta. Well... Has Mr. Grant had the answers to all his questions? He has. Where's Hendricks? Outside in the hall, waiting. Very well. Hendricks will return you to London, Mr. Grant. Then you'll make your way back to Dorset. And what do I tell the police, especially Chief Inspector West? Most of the truth. You received a phone call. You came to our house in the hope of finding your wife. But she wasn't there. I needn't say that you will not mention the precise house. Tell West that you were blindfolded and put in a car. Oh, you can embroider it all very prettily, I'm quite sure. But alas, the whole affair turned out to be a wild goose chase. You think West will swallow that? He's no fool, I might tell you. Neither is Corrosion. And please remember, my orders are to be followed meticulously. Otherwise, you'll never see your charming wife again. Now you may go. Goodbye, Mr. Grant. Perhaps we will meet again. I prefer to hope not. Are you Hendricks? Yes. All set? Certainly. Okay, let's go. The car's just over there. He wasn't much trouble, was he? Who the? West! Corrosion's here, isn't he, Grant? Where the devil have you sprung from? Uh, never mind that now. Uh, you men, one of you get rid of Chummy here. Uh, you constable, drive the car away. Best if they believe Mr. Grant's gone. Yes, Inspector? Uh, the other two stick with me. Now, Grant, where's Corrosion? How did you get here, West? Call it a small miracle. One of the local bicycle bobbies spotted the rolls. We kept tabs on it, radio contact all the time. If Corrosion thinks I had any part in this, he'll kill Christie. He won't get the chance. I have a dozen men watching this place. Corrosion hasn't a hope in hell. I've got him at last. Now... Where is he? What room? That one? The foot of the stairs? No, no, no. He, he was upstairs in, in my old room. Down the first passage, uh, the end door on the left. Right. Uh, did you say your room? This is my father's house. Huh? Well, this is your chance to get even. Lead the way. West, I... West, I've had a hell of a time. I'm, I'm just about all in. All right, you stay put. You chaps, follow me. Move quietly. First passage, last door on the left. Right, nice and nippy up the stairs, lad. They're out of sight, now. 
Grant! Quiet! Why are you here? I heard the car leaving. That was the police. Police? West's here. He's got men all round the house. But how is that possible? Caruso, we were not followed. We checked. Be quiet, Juliet. You can still get away. There's a way out through the cellars. An old tunnel. I found it when I was a kid. I'll show you. Good. I will remember this, Grant, to your credit. Julieta, get my papers from the desk drawer. Then Grant will show us the way. Quickly now, we've no time to lose. You let him go, Grant. You warn Corrosion and let him get away. How could I? You found me where you left me, didn't you, waiting out in the hall? Where was he? In the study, all the time? I had him right in my hands. Do you realize I could put you under arrest for obstructing the police in the course of their duty? And the same goes for your father. Uh, Chief Inspector. I suggest the less you say, the better, sir. You've been sheltering a known criminal in your house. I've explained that. I did so under duress. Meaning what? Are you telling me he held a gun at your head the whole time? Don't play games with me, sir. Not tonight. I'm not in the mood. In my opinion, it's a fortunate thing you didn't get corrosion. Have you any idea how long I've been after him? How often he's given me the slip? And he'd have done so again, even if you'd caught him tonight. Like hell he would. On what charge could you have held him, Inspector? Kidnapping my son's wife? That's just one item on a long, long list. But you haven't enough evidence to stand up in court, have you? Dad's right. We know he did it, but how could you prove it? I'd have found proof once I had him. West, you just find Chris for me. Get her back and I'll get Corrosion. I'll deliver him to you personally, I promise you that. Don't talk through the back of your neck. And don't play heroes with me. You tried that once, remember? Busting into his flat all on your own, and where did it get you? Exactly nowhere. For all your personal private eye caper, your father's still under Corrosion's thumb. That sticks out a mile. And now you're in the same boat. West, I'm... Oh, don't say it. Just don't tell me you're sorry right at this moment. That would be more than I could take. I'll trouble you gentlemen to leave this room. I'm going over it from top to bottom. Thank you. Well, Roger, is that the whole story? Uh, pretty well, sir. Oh, and I feel like hell about it. Talk about being so near and yet so far. Relax, Chief Inspector. Remember, Corrosion is just one more criminal. Dealing with criminals is your job. You won't do your job properly if you transform him into some kind of obsession. I have a notion I may have said something of the sort to you before. Yes, sir. Oh, but it's not so easy to do. In which case, the quicker we lay him by the heels, the better for all concerned. Mm. Did the search of Sir Mortimer Grant's house produce anything at all? Only one thing, sir. I'm not quite sure what to make of it. I've got it here in my wallet. Oh, there, take a look, sir. Hmm. I found that piece of paper in Sir Mortimer Grant's study, caught in the corner of a drawer in his desk. There were a couple of empty folders, too. Corrosion had obviously been using the room as his office. And this was torn from a larger sheet of paper, by the look of it. Hmm. Yeah, there's three names on it. Notice how they're written, sir, one under the other. Part of a list, eh? Hmm. The beginning of one. And the, the names themselves. Dana, Riversley, Barai. There's hardly the common or garden variety. Not too difficult to identify, is it? Sir Arnold Dana. One of our foremost industrialists. And not exactly short in the bank balance. Runs well over the two million mark, I'd say. Lord Riversley. Owns more of London than you can cover in half a day's walk. And Laszlo Barai. Hungarian origin, naturalised British subject. Special economic advisor to the Ministry for National Expansion. There's no great wealth there, though, from what I understand. Small private income. And his salary, of course. Yes. That's the stumbling block. Why do you mean, Roger? At first sight, sir, I thought those three names must be part of a wholesale blackmail list of corrosions. Only Barai doesn't quite fit, does he? Well, I don't know so much. Not in the same class as Dana and Riversley, of course. But little fish are sweet, as they say. 
Even to Corrosion, I imagine. You could be right, I suppose. Reasonable enough on the face of it. But... Uh, but what? Oh, nothing definite, sir. Just a nagging notion I have that it's not really the whole answer. I'd like to talk with each of these three eminent gentlemen, uh, with your approval, sir. Mm, go ahead, by all means. What's the state of the polls where the Grants, father and son, are concerned? Sir Mortimer's still in his house where I left him. Young Grant was on his way down to Dorset. Uh, back to the hotel, eh? Yes. Unless I'm very much mistaken, he'll be sitting at Uplands waiting for further orders from Corrosion. And I'd give a lot to know just what those orders are likely to be. It's ringing now. Hello? Good afternoon, Mr. Grant. Who's that? You do not recognize my voice after our long drive together? Julietta? Yes, Mr. Grant. What do you want? I have someone here to speak to you. You mean Chris? Is it Chris? Hello? Hello? I am here, Mr. Grant. Corrosion. I have some instructions for you. Listen carefully. After breakfast tomorrow, you will walk along the path through the shrubbery. An attempt will be made on your life. A bullet which will miss you. As a result, you will be extremely afraid and tell the police that you are leaving Uplands. You will go to Skelbourne on the Kent coast. You know it? Yes. You will take a room at the Excelsior Hotel on the seafront and wait there for your next orders. What's all this about? You have been told all that you need to know. Goodbye. Corrosian. What is it, Julietta, my dear? I have not been told all I need to know. What are you planning? A small surprise. For Michael Grant? Oh, no. For someone of much greater importance. An astute police officer whose very astuteness might just conceivably prove a trifle troublesome for me in the future. You are speaking of West. He has laid many traps for me over the years, and I've escaped them all. Now I propose to reverse the procedure. And I assure you, Julietta, there will be no escape from my trap for Chief Inspector Roger West. <laughs> You've been listening to Patrick Allen and Sarah Lawson in the third part of Battle for Inspector West by John Creasy. Listen to Bait for a Bogey, the next episode of John Fawcett Wilson's production of Battle for Inspector West. In part three of Stand By for West, you heard Patrick Allen and Sarah Lawson, Philip Bond, Denise Buckley, Hamilton Dice, Preston Lockwood, Eva Stewart, Humphrey Morton and Francis de Wolf. Tomorrow, Roger West takes a trip to the seaside and receives a dinner invitation from a lady in an episode entitled Bait for a Bogey. Say what now? In Telling Tales this week, I am joined by the writer, actor and comedian Daniel Lawrence Taylor. Daniel is currently best known as the writer and star of the television comedy series Time Wasters. And I was like, oh, I really love like high concept stuff. I was like, oh, what if, what if they like time travelled? And then the title Black to the Future came and I was like, well, that's, that's my sitcom. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has also written the Radio 4 drama Black Boy Fly which looks at community and gentrification. Someone paid you to put up this fancy artwork. 
So you've come to pick up your gentrification check, but you don't have to deal with the consequences.